Welcome, you filthy animals, to the 43rd episode of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is Friday, January 20th, 2017. With me, as always, is Brandon Big Papa Wayne. They call me Mr. Glass. I... I see what you did there. I see this. I see. You guys will see what he did there in a little bit. Uh, with us, as always, is Vinny Malatino. What's up? I'm back. <laughs> back again? Yep, you sure are. But uh, go what, ahead. What do, we got on, what do we got on deck tonight, sir? <laughs> what do we got on deck? Or should I say today? Not on time? Yes, today. It is Change Friday. It <laughs> We're cha- we change things up around here, folks. Um, we are going to give a couple movie reviews. We got a Live by Night movie review, a Split movie review. Going to talk about new trailers that just came out, some DC news uh, with Wonder Woman. Uh oh, what's going on there? Also, some Mad Max, Tom Hardy news, and a whole lot more. So sit back, relax. Let's talk some movies. And. We also have uh, a background guest today. We have my brother. Wanted to see how we how we do this podcast thing. We got my little brother Spencer in the audience. Say hi, Spencer. Hey, how you doing? Oh, we are wonderful. We are terrific. <laughs> Good to have you here, buddy. We'll we'll hope hope hopefully you enjoy this, right, guys? Right. <laughs> we. Sorry to make that awkward, but um, all right. Box office results for January thirteenth through the fifteenth. Uh, and coming in at number one, we had Hidden Figures for the second week in a row in its fourth week uh, with $20.8 million. Number two was La La Land with $14.5 million. Number three was Sing with $14.2 million. Number four, The Bye Bye Man in its first week with $13.5 million. And rounding out the top five, Rogue One. Uh, with thirteen point four million uh, in its fifth week, uh, any thoughts on the box office results, guys? So, bye bye, man. Beat out Rogue One, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know. I was shocked as well. I mean, yeah, Rogue One's in its fifth week, but still, last week it was at number two. I thought it'd be a little higher. I, I know. I I totally agree. And I, I, obviously, I like seeing La La Land jump up. And I mean, that's that. I mean, that's why these folks. These folks, but these you know studios want to be nominated. They want to be in award season, not just for you know you get an award, but it brings home money. I mean, last uh, the weekend previous, it got announced as best uh, uh, yeah. musical or comedy at the Golden Globes. So obviously, yeah. it got a lot of attention from everybody. Got most Golden Globes ever by a film. So obviously, it got you know word of mouth and attention with the Golden Globes. So it jumped from number five to number two in one week. So mm-hmm. went up forty three point four percent. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Hidden Figures. I, I'm thinking I need to check that out. Yeah, I think I might check it out too. MLK Weekend. I don't know. Maybe it boosted a little that, bit. You know, I, what? Didn't, I was actually, actually think, thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah, um, that's true. Because the four day weekend, if you click on that with. Uh, uh, um, you know, Monday included. Hidden Figures got seven more million, so it was twenty-seven million instead of twenty million. So, um, and if you count the four-day weekend, Rogue One did beat out uh, Bye Bye Man uh, by by about a million or one point four million. So, but we always count the three-day weekend here. We stick to the three blockbuster mentality. And All this right? was uh, Patriots Day opening weekend. 
uh, so wide release. Yeah, it didn't um, do too good then. Right. Bye yeah. bye man. Beat out Mark Wahlberg's new movie. Because yeah, I mean it was just, it was Patriots Day first uh, week uh, wide. So it's technically a 2016 movie for you know award season because it got released in New York and L. A. in 2016. Um, but yeah, wide release in its first week, so it jumped from number 30 to number six. But yeah, I would still think it would get a little more than that. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's interesting. That's by yeah by by man because especially all the reviews with that. I mean, it's not getting the best reviews. I, I just realized we've all been saying it. Yeah, and thinking it. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's and it's a January movie. I mean, honestly, January movies are pretty much garbage. Garbage. Yep. All right. Because yeah, we had we had monster split. trucks. Yeah. Monster trucks came out. Tell you what, man. The problem with it is it probably wasn't indie enough for the audience. <laughs> Not indie enough. Too many chairs. Too many chairs. Not indie enough at all. Speaking of indie. Which I, I don't even know if it's uh, Live by Night. Is that an indie? I saw uh, Live by Night. Uh, Warner Brothers, no. Yes, it's not. Uh, it's not um, not indie. I, I would say Warner Brothers is not Brandon's indie. Not saying it. Uh, yep. Is it not indie enough? I don't know. If then it's indie. Warner Brothers. For, I'm actually waiting for your review. I'm actually interested to see what you yeah. thought about this. Okay, so Live by Night, Ben Affleck film. Uh, basically, it takes place in the 1920s. Uh, first in Boston, um, he's. A bank robber that doesn't really want the gangster life, but he just robs banks because he's came back from the war and had nothing else to do. So he just, you know, got in that life. He didn't necessarily want to be part of that. Didn't want to be loyal to any of the actual mob families or anything. He just wanted to do his own thing. So that's kind of what it's about. But uh, then they end up in Ebor City, which is we're in Tampa, obviously. So it was interesting to see wow. that Ebor City in the 1920s. They end up there, and he's kind of ends up. This is you know this is all in the trailers. You know, he ends up working for uh, a mob boss and, you know, trying to make his own name down there in, in Ebor. It's during the Prohibition, so they're all about basically, you know, rum and, and liquor and things. Um, Production-wise, directing-wise, this is directed by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck. Um, Production-wise... Awesome production design. Uh, loved the feel of the 1920s. I think they did a great job there. Even uh, I never noticed things like this, but even the costume design was cool. Besides, I usually don't like to get in negatives right away, but besides Ben Affleck's suits, he looks like he's wearing his older brother's uh, clothes. Like wow. his suits are so. I don't know if that's they, time. They're big. They're yeah, big they're, they're they're huge on him. I don't know if that's time accurate. If that's how they wore their suits, but no one else in the movie was wearing their suits like that. It just it it was uh, it threw me off. But anyways, other than that, the costume design was great. It was very aesthetically pleasing. I love the shots he chose. There were awesome uh, uh, tracking shots, especially at the beginning of a, a robbery scene. A long tracking shot with no cuts. That was really cool. So on a directing point of view, he did he did great. Um, no complaints there. Uh, awesome action scenes. Go ahead. No, is this based on a true true character or is this a made up character? It's, you know? I know it it's is. on a novel. Okay, so it the is. novel's based on the true gangster. Okay. I forget the gangster's name. Do you remember? I mean, you saw the movie. Uh, Joe uh, was this uh, Joe, Joe Coughlin? Ca- Ca- yeah, Coughlin. Yep. To see. Yep. Um, true story, man. Yeah. Um, so again, it was it was directed very well. Um, but. Well, let me get into some more positives. Um, the uh, liked the he, Ben Affleck knows how to direct action scenes. Uh, there's awesome. Uh, there's awesome car chase scene with you know 1920s uh, style cars. Yeah. You know old old timey cars. That was real cool to see a car chase with those cars and you right. know those old uh, machine guns. The Tommy guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Tommy guns. That was real cool. Uh, and he, just some of the shootouts that happened during the movie were just 
shot very well. It was easy to follow. It wasn't just, you know, mindless action. It was had a purpose. And I just, I really, he, he knows, I mean, you watch the town, you know, that had great action. Um, uh, I guess Argo didn't really have much action, but he, he knows how to shoot action scenes. Um, so that I really liked uh, again, you know, some of the, just the background, the scenery was nice. Uh, um, and then performance wise, Chris Cooper was a standout. Uh, he plays the sheriff uh, in Ebor, um, basically uh, incorruptible sheriff in a corrupt town. He knows what's going on, but he just you know basically tells Ben Affleck just you know don't go in this area. You stay you know in Ebor. Don't come outside of Ebor. Um, but Chris Cooper definitely he's the standout performance in this, which he is in most of his movies you know he's always you know a supporting character never really a lead man um but he's uh he's he's captivating uh also his brother-in-law which i don't know the actor's name i don't think even if i told you the actor's name you wouldn't know him because i've never seen him in anything he's uh basically the leader of the kkk he's so good at uh making you hate him like (laughs) you you want him to get his so bad but his character is just so unique in the way he delivers his lines and things. So his, his performance in that was good, but yeah, you, you hate him, which I guess you should. He's the leader of the KKK. So how, um, how, how, how <laughs> well, now you just dropped that on me. How, how much are they in this woo, movie? Really likable. Not character. much actually. That's so that's, that's where it gets to the more negatives. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about noir gangster movie in the twenties. And then I throw KKK on you in Ebor. Um, this movie had, plot problems they they were throwing so many different subplots and storylines in there kind of seemed like it didn't know where it wanted to go and on top of it you didn't care just because you didn't care i mean i i didn't personally anyways just i didn't care about any of the characters um where they should have spent more time on developing certain characters, they just spent on bringing up a new storyline. Um, when instead of the just sticking on one main plot, I don't know if this is how the book is as well. Um, but I know Affleck wrote the screenplay for this and he directed it. So, like I said, I mean that that kind of I think he could have flowed it better and and pacing wise could have done more because in the middle it's it's boring. It's it drags. Yeah. From, I, I, from what I hear, I hear that his life story in the book is enough to fill in like three seasons of a series, oh, <laughs> and, really? they, and they crammed it into one movie. Is that right, Ben? I mean, yeah, that's, no, that's it, from what it, I'm hearing. So it would much be subplots. A, it would be a great TV show, like it almost yeah, kind of Boardwalk a Boardwalk Empire yeah. feel because it is in the pro- Prohibition era. Um, but but yeah, I mean, the action scenes are great. Good direction, production design. Just yeah, the the empty plot. At sometimes it was convoluted and. Just you didn't really know character motivations, like it wasn't clear. Hmm. What about uh, how did Sienna 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 Miller do? The she, female lead, uh, good. Uh, I good. heard she's the, <laughs> I one mean, of the best things about the movie from what I'm reading. I mean, she was not bad, but no, but you still nothing. didn't get enough time with yeah. her to even judge. It, yeah, because it goes yep. by so Because then they throw in Zoe uh, Zaldana. Yeah, but Zoe right? Zaldana, which solid performance, just nothing to write home about. And yeah. and also Affleck, I love Ben Affleck even as an actor, but. Uh, um, it's but mainly I love his directing. I love, love the movies he directs and his directing style. Um, it's just, he did not fit as the lead actor in this movie. I think it could have done a lot better with someone else. Cause even the way he talked, not, not what like accent wise or anything, he was just had a modern way of talking and it just didn't fit in the 1920s. From so, what I hear, they originally had Matt Damon to play. Oh, really? The main uh, character. He was, he was going to have Matt Damon I, be in it. 
that 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 could have been interesting. I mean, I, there was aspects of it where I I'm glad it was Ben Affleck, but I mean, it just it, it didn't fit sometimes. And the guy uh, who played his dad was good too, who we didn't get enough time um, with. Brendan Gleeson. Yes, he's awesome. Yeah, in anything. he's just so effortless. Like it's just, anything he's in, yeah, he's, he's effortless. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, just it, the story. The main thing about it is just the story and just the execution of the story and the plot. Just didn't do do it for me. I just I was there's points where I was just all right. When's the next action scene? Not because I wanted you know mindless action. I'm I'm all about story and plot development and everything. I like my drama, but uh, but yeah, this I just I wanted just more just because I was bored. Yeah, um, I, I know he pulled it off with Argo and the town. But sometimes you kind of figure they get too distracted with trying to act. Yep, trying to direct and produce and write. In everything out all at one time imagine doing that yeah and in this he it seemed like they couldn't pick an ending so they just oh, kind multiple of, endings yeah i mean oh god nah, lord of the rings it was curse. just like wow you, you, it was just not not that it was necessarily multiple endings it was just you thought it was about to end and you thought okay this will probably be a good point to end and then it was like oh no it keeps going oh no this will probably be a good point to end oh, oh no okay it keeps going so it had so that kind of feel, that kind of like how Batman v Superman was. Like oh, that's how I felt with God. that. Was, I mean, it's not as bad. Did as Did you Batman just v compare Superman. it? To, all right, I'm not going to see this. <laughs> I just that's the first thing that came to mind with the ending where they couldn't decide on an ending. Like they kept yes. like, oh, 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 no, 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 oh, no. And th- this, this also, you, they kept you know intriguing things would be brought up throughout the plot and you'd be like oh okay okay this is going in a good direction i like this and then it was like okay so you're not going to do anything with that so it's just things like that but yeah it's it's just great action scenes <laughs> good direction i i mean you you can't win them all ben but uh, i'm can't wait for his next movie. But so. his last movie was Argo, which won Best Picture. Yeah, you can't go nowhere no. but down. No, because it's a very, there. it's a well-made movie. It's not a terrible movie. Yeah. It's just I didn't care about the characters or the plot, so I give it a six point five out of ten. Do you think if this was his first directing movie, you wouldn't be giving yeah, it such it, a low it might, rating? You know, um, possibly. You can't um, help but look on the history of the. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that's that's like you'd yeah, be like, damn, answer. he's a pretty good director with action scenes and everything else. But since yeah. we know his, it's Oscar true. Yeah, I know movies, what he's. Yeah, we know what, what he's, he's capable, capable of. of. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's true. I don't know if I might have, but just on a story, I I, th- I want to say I would still rate it the same. But yeah, you're yeah. right. It's it's hard to tell. But yeah, six point five out of ten. I, I was leaning towards six, but I'll I'll give it a six point five because there were points where I was like, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. Ooh, yeah. six point five. That actually, right. I think that's what I gave yeah, Batman like, v Superman. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <Uh-oh. laughs> yes, oh, but it's boy. a different kind of rating, you know. Batman v Superman, you're rating it on comic book movie, and and yeah, but his but, clothes were just too big. Those suits were huge. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just said that word. Exactly. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's my review of Live By Now. I'm going to put a written review on it uh, on our website, blockbustermentality.com. So check that out and check out other reviews on there. All right. So let's get into some of the news stories and uh, trailers. We had some trailers drop uh, this week. Brandon, what, uh, what, what trailers did we get? Well, uh, first of all, uh, something that's near and dear to the old heart, the old ticker. I thought about you as soon as I saw it. It's morphin' time. Wow. You know what? We had our second trailer drop today. Uh, The Power Rangers got released. Uh, We're going to shoot around the table, but I guess I'll start off a little bit. Man, a lot more action than the first trailer. I actually got to see the Power Rangers in costume, fighting, 
Got to see a little putty patrol action. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I just did that. Uh, we he got our, we got our first look at Brian Cranston as the word on. Get to hear him talk, and uh, Bill Hader as Alpha Five. So that was cool to see that going on. They try dropping a little comedy in that. Uh, you guys see the trailer? They're all swimming yep, in the water, yep. glowing. Yeah, I know. It was and funny. Of course, they didn't do the race. You know, the races are mixed up now. The Black Rangers are not black. Yeah, yeah. It's an Asian. <laughs> he goes on black, and he's like, "What?" Yeah. The bl- <laughs> so the Black Rangers uh, Asian, and the Blue Rangers black, and they're swimming, and they're they're kind of lighting up the waters with their colors. And the Asian guy's like, "I'm black," and he's like, <laughs> "What? No, you're not." So it's just like, okay, man, drop a little comedy on us. Um, Nothing like a little Kanye in the background. That's too. that's about to drop. Got that, me hype. Yeah, that Kanye West all. That power song was playing in the background. Got your boy feeling some type of way. Yeah, you play lit. that song at the night show. Um, so, what were you guys' initial thought on it? Same thing as you. I was I was excited to see them in their in their in their costumes or whatever you would want to call it. I'm not a big Power Ranger fan. Like I don't really know the background of it, which actually makes it a little better, more anticipating for me because I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to it. I know that was Brian Cranston popping yes, up like a, the yep. CGI face. Yeah, the the humor was was surprising to me. I didn't know if they were going to make it serious, like Transformers type, you know, Michael Bay status. But a uh, little little couple scenes of the villain, the girl from Hunger Games looked. She looked pretty terrifying. Elizabeth Banks. She's got yep. some teeth going on. <laughs> she looked a little creepy. But yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm I'm down to see it. First of all, I mean, watching the show. You watched the show as a kid, obviously. Yeah. I I did not. Were you? Were there callbacks to that? Were I mean, were what was did watching the show increase your enjoyment? Probably. Oh, it definitely did. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Like I said, it pulled on the old heartstrings there. Yeah. Um So for us, I mean, did you did you like it or uh, what do you think? I I <laughs> it was cheesy. Uh, it looks it looks like it's going to be a little cheesy to me. That's how that's what I took from it. But it's um, the only way to be though, right? Yeah. No. That yeah. and that's what kind of what Power Rangers was though. I mean, they 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 were cheesy, but I think that's just people still gravitated towards it, and that's kind of the reason why they liked it. It did have that cheesiness to it. So if it's supposed to be a little like that i can dig it i mean i like the cool effects i liked that we saw them in the costume um and i love brian cranston's voice his, his <laughs> i wish face. it was liam neeson though oh how, liam neeson, how, how liam neeson yeah. then, we, then we'd be good yeah that <laughs> bro <laughs> liam neeson yeah that yep. would then then it would be then it would be perfect but how do you like this rendition of, of zordon yeah, I mean, dude, there's not really too much you can do with a right. Zordon character. Zordon was literally a face in the in a viewing globe thing. You so know, they did him show. towards did the, the old, yeah. I mean, obviously cartoon. this this face kind of looks like it can almost wrap around the whole entire command center. That's what they called it, where their head, uh, headquarters were. Um, I mean, so that's about as much as you can do. Alpha Five, obviously, is a newer rendition of what it was compared to the TV show. Um, everything's more modern. You know, we had our yeah. first look at the Zords too, uh, coming together. Forming Megazord. What uh, was a uh, what was the creature towards the end? The, the with the well, wings. Well, we touched on this before in one of the podcasts. Goldar. The rumor was okay. he was going to be made out of gold, which was kind of like everybody was like, Ugh. but apparently well, that rumor cool. is that rumor is true, and it looked like it kind of worked out. So yeah. definitely uh, happy with that, man. He kind of just threw me off. Uh, what, I turned over karaoke time. Yeah, man, he just threw me off. <laughs> I with that know one. you want to leave. No, um, I, no. It's Spencer. I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the trailer. What you what do you think about the Power Rangers trailer? You know, it was actually a lot better than I expected. I I knew about the original Power Rangers show, and like I said, I thought I agree with you. It's pretty cheesy, but the trailer, I'm actually might see it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, did you? Cause did you watch the show at all? 
I remember I actually used to watch it just a little bit. I, I like when I saw like one episode, I kind of got like hooked for like a few episodes, but that was about it. But yeah, I mostly just thought made planned it for being cheesy. So the trailer obviously did its job. You you want to see it then? Yeah. Cool. Cool. So I, like yeah, I mean, that's I like that's it. what you want out of a trailer. I mean. It looks gets, fun, gets, man. It looks yeah. it looks fun. Right. That's all you. Can That's ask all it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. I mean, you know what you're getting when you go to see a Avengers movie. I know what I'm getting. I mean, the TV show was literally Japanese redos. They just used the Japanese clips and added the the actors and really? different scenes. Yeah, they just use a lot of the same clips from the Japanese show. So where can I get these anyway? Like on Netflix or oh, Netflix? yeah, they're on yeah, Netflix. Power Rangers. Yeah, Netflix. And do we have a release date on that? March is it? I had the date down, but I don't. It is yeah, March twenty fourth uh, of this year. What do so. you think of the outfits? For being updated, I can I can I can, can work with it? that. I can work with They're that. Very futuristic, definitely. I can dig it. I can dig. Can you dig it? What do you think of Rita Repulsa, Elizabeth Banks? Elizabeth Banks. As, well, uh, I already said I told you about Elizabeth Banks. Boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like a hot buttermilk biscuit. Mm. Put some jelly. <laughs> uh, he likes her. <laughs> With some he jelly. Uh, so you liked it. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely liked Ever it. since Hunger Games, I feel like she could pull off any character. I loved her character in Hunger Games. She was True. one of the best parts. I, like, man, just I, looking forward to her outfit in the next scene. I you feel know? like a Debbie Downer here. I, I I don't buy her character yet. And you don't. It's don't you know, know what, man. It's, that's why we, I love the show. We all have different opinions. Right. We all agreed every time. I would hate. No, the Ben. Show. I see where you're coming from. A more critical, like you, you kind of dis- dissecting the trailer. Me, right. I'm just going in like it's Power Rangers, man. It's power. You know, like I saw the Ninja Turtle movie, the last Ninja Turtle movie. Mighty you know, like, Morphin Time. That. Mighty Morphin Time. And Brandon. What uh, what did you think about the the dinosaur things they go into? Was that did that make you feel some type of way? Some type. Did it make me feel some type of way? It actually did. Sorry. Not the Elizabeth um, Banks type of way. Definitely not the Elizabeth <laughs> Banks type of way. That's oh, but it kind of did. That's a special kinda. type of way. And um, yeah, no, like I was saying before, man, the Zords, everything's modernized. I, I'm just happy with it. I mean, I think it's gonna do. It's fair justice to the. It's gonna give a definitely nods to the old show. You know, there, there's. A rumor that there's gonna be a couple of the original characters and it's not as themselves but you know just like oh i'm a teacher now like you know oh, okay, so it'll, okay. be fun. We'll, it'll be fun to see what they drop in <laughs> they got the nods. newspaper stand yeah you know, like a stan be, lee yeah. cameo or yep, something yep so i'll be interested to see how that goes but um yeah see i wouldn't recognize them you would well, really <laughs> i mean i'm sure they aged yeah, i would i would recognize really them. yeah maybe was, we'll hear some cheers in the audience maybe I don't think it's that kind of. It could yeah, be that kind it's of movie. not that kind. Because I'm gonna be like it's that. No I'm gonna be that dude seeing it like at two two p.m. On, have a, his shirt on, on, a, on, on a bat day, kid. Like two p.m. Like by myself, <laughs> two people in the audience. <laughs> like when we went to see X Men Apocalypse. There's like five people in the crowd. We're like, yep. oh, you're not gonna go see it opening night, bro. Power Rangers, come on. He will, but there will be two, there, there will be two people in the audience be, opening. Be <laughs> you, you and uh, one other three. person. Video will be right next to me. What is he talking? Who's he trying to kill? We're all gonna see it. Give our review. It comes out a week after. This next trailer we're going to talk about. What uh, w- I say uh, too much. I apologize. I'm going to cut that out. Maybe. Uh, maybe I'll don't. cut that out. Brandon, what other trailer came out? Wow. Now this one, my friends, I think this is going to be one we all agree on. The Logan trailer came out this week. Mike. Wow. You talk about a way to start off a trailer. Came what? out today, didn't it? Yeah. You as soon about, as I woke up. Yeah. You talk about a way to start a trailer. If you get best it. breakfast I've ever had. I'm in. X twenty three. For those that don't know, we've we've talked. You know, I mean, I feel like I just like I feel like it's a little baby. We've I nursed. know we've talked mm. about this so much. Um, X twenty three. For those that don't know, it's the twenty third clone attempt. 
of Wolverine, a.k.a. Logan, which the trailer, if you don't know by now, it's Logan. A.k.a. Hugh Jackman. A.k.a. Hugh Jackman, a.k.a. Wolverine. AKA, AKA abs. AKA spider veins in my biceps. <laughs> um, starts off with X-23 at a gas station, just grabbing stuff. No, no, grabbing cigars. Oh, she gra- no, she uh, grabbing oh Logan. Logan, Logan grabs cigars. cigars. And, um, she was grabbing Pringles. Pringles yeah, and yeah, all yeah. this stuff. Guy comes over, she flips them, and flips looks like she's over. about to <laughs> pop those claws out in his face. And Wolverine, what are you on her? Not okay. Yeah. Grabs her and walks out. And then the My favorite part, but then he comes drops. back for the cigars. Yes. <laughs> Then also right, you get the Fox logo, and then yeah. it just starts action scenes. That was my favorite Wait, part of the whole trailer was the beginning, did, actually. Did the clerk in the store, did you think that was anybody at first? No. no. I literally thought it was just a clerk the whole time, though. It, it looked like somebody. I forget who it was. It looked like uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Quicksilver from Ultron. That's and, who I thought uh, it was, Nocturnal. bro. Yep. Oh. That's who I thought it was. <laughs> I thought you meant like, like a No, it looked just like him. Yeah, if, but, he, if he like gained yeah, a couple pounds. Like, oh, man. He's, got out of shape. he's in this? But then he obviously got a closer look, and it wasn't him. But I, I was it curious if like anyone else thought that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great trailer, right, guys? Yeah. Oh, man. Like that trailer, like I wasn't expecting her to kick so much ass in that trailer. Bro. Like, I, I didn't even care yeah, about Logan like, at that point. They just show her destroying people. Yeah. And you actually get to see the claws come out with the blood on them, and she's just throwing down, and everyone's like, no. It just pisses her off even more. And the music in these trailers has been perfect, too. But they um, kept the same tone as the first trailer. That's what I yep. liked. You don't, you didn't get two different movies in each trailer. They kind of kept the same tone. Yeah, it wasn't, you know? it wasn't a light thing. Um, yeah, I love the girl. What is she, 10, 11, maybe? Probably got to be like 10 or 11. Yeah, like maybe that. even young. She seems young. But, yeah, she was kicking ass in this trailer. She Because oh, yeah. she has claws like uh, Wolverine. They, she I only could, has two? Because I, I only yeah, saw two only, come out. She only has so. two. Uh, yeah. that's, that's her little niche. She's got two. Um, She's young. I, I, yeah, I couldn't believe the mercil- mercilessness in her. Um, And I couldn't believe the... Gore and violence they showed even in the green trail, the green band trailer. I thought it like was the, a red band all, that I was watching. Uh, me too. Me and too. And then I, th- I saw yeah. it was the regular. I'm like, holy crap! Because the re- the red band they just they just had a couple f words. I think um, because yeah. There's oh, a, you saw the red band of the new one? Yeah, there's a red oh, band version is. too, and there's a, the, like a Logan says an f word, and then at the really? end, very end, I think uh, Professor X says one. Um, but yeah, just huh. can't huh. see Professor X dropping the F bomb. Yeah, that's old know? Charles Xavier. Himself, well, good old huh? Charles. Anyways, yeah. continue talking, Brandon, about what oh, you liked no, about I mean, the trailer. Just, well, or, shoot, man, we're all hitting on good spots, man. The action definitely more action than the first trailer. Uh, they definitely expounded on that, like you said, X twenty three, man. You know, Beast. like you said, Wolverine, dude. I, I'll tell you what, definitely get in the berserk mode there. Start to go nuts, and all of a sudden you see him, and then you have X twenty three jump off his back onto another dude. Bananas, kid. I said, okay, Nuts. all right, all right. And it seems uh, like you're going to care about these characters. Absolutely. You know? No, no, yeah, because there's not many characters. Now, right. Did you anybody know, so focusing on character study? How about the ending? I don't mean to jump to the ending, but Dude. the ending, after all that, <laughs> after all her just killing everybody, just shows her chilling with sunglasses in the car. Well, I, I love that because <laughs> that you, you, cool you just got like, like, yeah, I just killed everybody. And well, yeah, you have Logan, Just they both just kind of have a tired look on their face, and her. Logan's she's, bleeding, actually. Yeah, she's sitting there, and she's got her hand out. And you got her knuckles are all bloody. That was an awesome touch. Like I just, just like flip, like want to see them just flip on the radio and just chilling yeah. out with the sunglasses. You know, you know, we're no, we're all just trying to like take different links, how those links up to the other movies, how they're going to tie it in. Well, at the end of X Men Apocalypse, the mid credit scene was them cleaning up the blood from Weapon X. They were collecting samples, so I think that's going to tie in into how X twenty three is made. And huh. you know, you're looking at the timeline. You know, 
Charles Xavier graduated from Oxford in 1962. Um, so he was about 22 at that point. Whoa, spoiler alert. Just kidding. Oh, well, saying, uh, hopefully, you, <laughs> hopefully you saw the other movies. I mean, I mean <laughs> thanks, man. But so this movie takes place in 2029, which makes an 89 by the time this movie takes place. Um, I think he's going to die in the movie. I think. But did you notice the little weird nod? Wolverine's pick, Logan's picking up X Men comic books. Did you see that? Yes. Now and Wolverine is in the X Men comic, comic books, books that he picks up. Yeah. And and it said the set nailed it actually pretty perfectly. It says the team's exploits somehow become public knowledge uh, and become a comic book. Wolverine remarks this as being sensationalized. So I forgot the exact line he used, but he was like, "Some of the stuff happened, but not even nearly like this." And threw the comic book back on the bed. So it's going to be interesting. That's an interesting take. So obviously they must be discovered. Yeah, he said like a quarter of it is true. Yep. It was interesting. They're kind of like breaking the fourth well, wall like that, Deadpool did, so right? That, that, was that for, weird to yeah. you? That, that threw me off in the trailer. It kind I, of threw me I didn't really like it um, just because I don't understand. Like, so are they breaking the fourth wall or is this like I think a, they were. I don't, or are they no, kind of fantasy at this point? Kind of how like the Jedi were in Star Wars. Like people like just kind of look back at them as legend. Kinda, and maybe that's what the X-Men are now. And so they made stories and comics about them. I kind of think it's like what you're you're going at, and then think about it this way: the Days of Future Past. That that took you that took five years, five to six years before Old Man Logan. And if you remember Days of Future Past, they had that happy: all the mutants were together, mm-hmm. everybody was still alive. Cyclops, Jean Grey were back alive. Yeah. This movie takes place five years later, so something drastically had to happen in a five to six year period where there's no more team. They're hiding in Mexico. Obviously, it looks like they're in Mexico. So I just want to see how they're going to fill all this stuff in. It's interesting because it's all in the same universe. I already said they acknowledge same universe, same storyline. I'm just wondering if he's... But, it, I mean, it's... it's uh, So um, Apocalypse takes place 90s? Apocalypse is 90s, but Days of Future Past hops to 20... This, oh, this movie is 2029, so this is about probably 2020... 2019 was the timeline uh, at the end of um, Days of Future Past where he woke up... Gene Gray was back alive. Cyclops. Okay. You know when people ask you like which he aged a lot then if in ten years that's what I'm saying that's what's so weird. Last stand last stand though was in 2006. So I mean, is it technically maybe 2006? So this is like 20. Well, I mean, three years later. Well, remember when he woke up in bed? It had the date scrolling on the thing. That's why it keeps going back Mm. to the date, and it was like 20. 19 or okay, something then, crazy. What, what's funny is when you go see Rogue One, they're like, wait, is it what, what What timeline is this in Rogue One? Uh, but I really need a timeline of X-Men. Well, that's the, <laughs> like, that's dude, the well, timeline they, they, they that I need explanation so on as X-Men. They butchered it so much. It's Ridiculous. They chopped it up everywhere, dude. Like I, I don't even know where it's from, like but, what timeline it is. I mean, long story short for me, trailer, I'm completely sold. I'll throw my money at this one. I'm this, not. I mean, as of now... It looks like it could be the best X Men movie, absolutely ever. Yeah, and well, the two Wolverine movie. Well, I guess the first Wolverine movie came out is arguably the worst X Men movie. Absolutely. Um, Which one was that? The Wolverine Origins. Oh. I know the Wolverine was. You know, it was, it was better, but yeah, but it wasn't. Still, wasn't Wolverine on par was with bad. any of the other X Men. But you could make the argument that this this could be better than Days of Future Past. This could be better than X2. From this trailer on my be. anticipated list, I think it was like, what, eight or yeah. seven? This, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be bumped up I, for sure. I, I don't know. I might have had this in my honorable mentions, but after this trailer, I think I would actually mm-hmm. have it in my top ten now. Definitely. I'm super excited. I, I'm still interested to see what they do with the villain, though. Every time they show the villain, he's got his hands on his hips and right. you see his arm. Well, speaking, I want to see your... what they do with him. I hope this isn't in your cutting room, but uh, 
the picture Hugh Jackman might have posted this week with uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds? I wasn't going to. That's not in it, so that's fine. We okay. brought it up, actually. But the Ryan Reynolds, Pierce Brosnan, and him picture. Yeah. Um, you know, Pierce. Pierce Ryan, Brosnan. Yeah, what? Ryan Reynolds wants Hugh Jackman to do a Deadpool Wolverine movie really bad. And it's been the whole thing. Obviously, he referenced them, the whole entire Deadpool movie, all that kind of stuff. Um, man, he just threw me off. Also. I know. It looks like you're, you're upset you're right, right there, Spencer. Okay. No. okay Spencer. He's like, they said Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> so... They, they they came out with an Instagram picture um, this week. It was Pierce Brosnan and Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman doing like the hear no evil, see no evil. Speak new, yeah. Yeah. So the rumor was Pierce Brosnan and Cable maybe, Wolverine coming back, like Hugh Jackman doing something. You know, Yeah, because both Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds tweeted uh, two different pictures, pictures of them sitting with Pierce Brosnan. So, yeah, they it could be, is he Cable, or is he, I, I even heard rumors, maybe Sinister. Um, I, I could I could buy him a Sinister, that'd be awesome. Yeah, because I could buy him more as that than, than uh, cable. cable, but I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate that if he was Cable. But it's just interesting, I mean, it, you gotta think that this might not be Wolverine's last, <laughs> last No, you throw around, a couple, yeah. throw a couple mil at old Hugh Jackman, he'll put them claws back on. Right, because didn't we not, th- if it was rumored for a long time he was not gonna be in Apocalypse, he was in Apocalypse. Apocalypse. At least we know they're not killing him off in, in the right. new one. Yeah, and you even have a picture of Hugh Jackman in uh, Deadpool, uh, the People magazine, yep. you know, so... He, he he's gonna be in Deadpool too. Mark my words, right now. I'm the first person to say it. You think nah. it's not gonna be an X Men First Class cameo? Where he's like, yeah, nah, I think I think <laughs> he's been drinking at the bar. That I would actually I wouldn't mind That'd that. That'd be either. funny. Yeah, just to have a I quick see, little. I agree with Ben. He doesn't I think have to be main plot, but you know, I think he'll make an appearance in Deadpool. Yeah. I kind of agree with him on that one. Yep, but yeah, great trailer. I loved absolutely loved this trailer. So what, 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 what would you rank it? Uh, trailer wise, nine out of ten. I was just gonna say nine out of ten. A nine point one. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Dunkirk, Mr. One Up here. I gotta be different. <laughs> uh, I gotta change my number one now. Uh, you both all said Rogue One. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I threw myself under the bus for that one. I asked for that one, but no, I, I'd say a nine out of ten. Yeah, sure. I give it nine out of ten as well. I, I didn't get your thoughts. What I mean, what did you think of the comics? The like the actual X Men comics in the trailer? No, I kind of agree with you, man. Um, weird twists. I kind of I had to rewind that a couple of times. But no, I think it's the same thing. Kind of you, like you, they they heard about exploits, you know, so they made that stuff up. But the thing is, those are comics from like the sixties. Those are like the sixties X Men comics. I know. So I'm kind of like, well, what it, is going on? It had like, Wolverine in the spandex, you yeah. know, the uh, blue and yellow spandex with the the mask. Are we ever going to see him in a mask? Oh, that's what I wanted so bad. Why not? Probably. Not. Maybe they'll know. do a flashback scene in Logan. Especially not. I, this I would movie cry, or not. dude. I would just have tears out of my eyes. <laughs> be awesome maybe in deadpool he'll show oh up. dude ah oh, i don't give up my hopes like I that know. man i know but we got we got a you lot of 2000... yellow spandex too bro like i would i i wouldn't mind it i wouldn't hate it if as long as they do it right but Same even here, if bro. they don't do it right I'm, hugh jackman and spandex i mean how can you hate that i mean that's just eye candy right there right guys all right so what's our <laughs> next story <laughs> what's uh what do we have next in the world of movie news i know we have a couple news stories we got a couple things real quick we'll touch on but um Tom Hardy says a Mad Max Fury Road, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sequels, definitely in the works. You know, I think it's sequel. That's the word you're looking for. Sequel. 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 Something like that. Sequel. That's the word. I feel like I'm on the Revenant right now. Sequel. That's how I always pronounced it. So, anyways. Sequel. Well, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, you know, it was, it was looked upon as a great movie, but not necessarily in the box office. It showed the numbers didn't kind of match up. So, you know, for them to come back with a sequel, Tom Hardy said he's definitely on board, signed to do three movies, I believe. Your thoughts on... Well, I mean, it got kind of a, a, a cult following, I would say. Uh, it might not have done so well in the box office as well as they would have wanted it to, but got nominated for Best Picture. So, I mean, it's it's going to get... It got more attention there than, you know, had, a, I think, even a re-release uh, in black and white. I was just going to say, did you see the black and white version? No. I, uh, I heard that was the way, like, George Miller really wanted, wanted you to see to, it. I'm glad he didn't because that's one of the main things about that movie is just how awesome it looks just color wise yeah, and right. just visual interesting effects. but i mean but, raging bull status yeah you know no, i mean it would be cool to see now that i've seen yeah. the regular version but i'm not gonna i'm not rushing out to see that version um but but yeah i mean they re-released it like that so i i would i would be very surprised if they didn't come out with a sequel for this because it's it is popular you know like i said cult following m- might not have made a lot of money but i think Second time around, it'll make a lot more just because, I mean, I don't know what Blu-ray sales were and all that, but it's it's got that following. I mean, what did you think? No, I mean, like we've, we've talked about this before. I mean, they were talking about making a sequel based on Charlie's Theron's character, and I was like, nope, I'm not about that. Right. If you're going to keep it with the Mad Max storyline, okay, I, I'll go watch that. Um, yeah, I definitely Tom Hardy's on board, and he wants to do it. I yeah. think it's going to get done because it's Tom Hardy. Right. I mean, because even if, say, that, that didn't make as much... I mean, it made money. It just it didn't make as much money, like you said, as, as as it wanted. But it's got Tom Hardy attached to it. I don't care if it's a sequel or not. His name is just rising in popularity right now. So people hear a sequel's coming out to one of his movies. They, they're they going to rush out to, you know, rent or buy Mad Max, the first one, to see that first so they can, you know, go see the second one. So I... I it, it's only a matter of time before a sequel is announced. I, I, again, I'd find it shocking if a sequel did not come out in the next three or four years. I'm sad to say I still haven't seen it. <sighs> I've pretty much seen every single Tom yep. Hardy movie, even ones that you haven't seen, like Locke. Mm-hmm. Locke was, dude, Locke, I need the to whole check movie's out in the car. Big Papa, check that one out. The whole movie's in the car, and he's on the phone. It might be Indian And enough. he holds it. It's Indian enough. It's There's Indian. only a couple chairs, seats. Okay, well, that's, that's all. I'm all worried. You know, I'm worried about them chairs, man. But I've seen like every single Tom Hardy movie, but Mad Max is the only one I haven't seen. That's it's one. It's one. Um, it, it gets better the more you watch it. The first time around, it, it, I liked it. It's just I didn't quite get the hype, but watched it again and absolutely. That's when I showed us off the theater. You know, Me too. Yeah, I did I, I kind of regret not seeing. I didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah, I heard it in theater. the theaters where it's at. I mean, so we're we're an example right there. I mean, we didn't. You know, add to that those box office numbers and ended up loving it. So I think it's it has that that little following. You know, no, after the another box confession, office. I've never seen the originals. Uh, I saw the first one. I didn't see. You know, I mean, the, I seen the back of the day. I couldn't right. tell you anything. I know okay, Tina so Turner, it's not Tina, connected. Tina Turner see, wasn't one like the no, yeah, yeah, the, Tina, uh, the Thunderdome, Thunderdome one. See, I know, yeah, I know, like I mean, about it. I just haven't see seen the it. first one. The first one's the pretty first badass. One. I mean, that's Mel Gibson. You know, at the start good of his career, Mel. it's uh, it, it's good. It's definitely, it's worth a watch even now. Um, but but yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll keep you guys updated updated on that. Excuse me. All right, what well. I said where we're at, though, but um, Tom Hardy has not confirmed nor denied that he's interested in the James Bond role, uh, as Vinny brought up to us before the show. New report came out. He'd be interested in actually doing it if Christopher Nolan was directing it. Your thoughts on, one, Tom Hardy being James Bond, and two, 
Christopher Nolan directing a James Bond movie. You know, when I first saw Inception, my mom asked me how it was, and I said, Tom Hardy could be the next James Bond. No. Quote me, bro. <laughs> Quote me. Quote well, it's too me. late. You just quoted yourself. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> quoted yourself, sir. No, listen, listen. I really did, like, the whole thing with him in the suit. We didn't know who this guy was. He reminded me of James Bond in he Inception. Had swagger he had the swagger He had the swagger. Charisma. But if, if Christopher Nolan directs Tom Hardy and James Bond, it's pretty much going to be Skyfall 2. <laughs> I mean, Skyfall ha- felt like a Christopher Nolan version of James Bond. But I'm down. I would love to see Tom Hardy. I've always said he'd be a good James Bond. I've and, always said that. And I love that Christopher Nolan's name is getting thrown out. Thrown out. If there. he did a James Bond movie, I mean, I I I, I loved uh, the idea of Idris Elba uh, for for James Bond. But if it's not him, um, <laughs> come on, guys, Idris. Oh, you looked at <laughs> uh, Idris Elba. Like I Idris said, Elba I, actually liked the idea too. Yeah, but I don't like but, Loki though. I don't like that. I, I don't like. I don't think Loki. Can Tom Hiddleston. Off. He's too soft. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston. No. Yeah, not so much. But, I was but Loki. Tom Hardy definitely. I think he can pull off any any. Put him in any action role, star of an action movie. I, I'm down, but throwing Christopher Nolan's name in there really gets me intrigued, and I, I just like that. Obviously, Christopher Nolan, it's someone who wants to work with him because he uses actors he's worked with before in so many of his movies. So obviously, that says a lot about him that they agree to even come back to his movies. So he's he's a great filmmaker, but also he's good to work with. So I mean, and he has that director actor connection. Yeah, and they feel each other and they know each other. Yeah, that's great. You know, for them on set and to have that relationship, but it all it reflects on the film as well. So that just makes him even more of a filmmaker. I think directors need to take note of that. You got to have good relationships with your actors. So you would have some maybe some more top names coming getting drawn to that project too. You would obviously he likes recycle same click. Throw in Michael Caine as Michael uh, Caine, Gary Oldman. You got Leo. Maybe you got. there's so many different actors. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. There's so uh, uh, Cillian Murphy. You mean throw him in yeah, there? I mean, yep. all these people could be villains, or I mean, it'd be awesome. If you maybe maybe uh, Harry Styles is the next one. You know? <laughs> yep. Him as <laughs> One Direction friends. I would love it. Uh, also, um, he actually does the theme song now. Harry Styles like Bond theme. Wow. What sings it? <laughs> wow. What's his name? The guy who just won Best Supporting Actor in the Oscars for uh, uh, Bridge of Spies. He was at the Giant and the BFG. Oh, uh, dang. You got me on that one. I know you're talking about. But he's actually... Oh, man. Mark Rylance. Mark Rylance. uh, He's in Dunkirk. I think this is his first Christopher Nolan uh, movie, but I would like to see him start being he's a great more, actor yeah he's a phenomenal actor even in that tiny bit he's in the trailer for dunkirk he's mm. captivating i saw a bfg which was a eh movie but his his uh, motion capture in it was like i said captivating and enthralling but yeah i would like to see more of that but yeah this is interesting uh news i would i would love to see tom hardy as james bond and christopher nolan directing james bond. absolutely any thoughts, Brandon? No, I completely. <laughs> Can you see him like signing a deal, like a, a three film? Because he would be making those consecutively. You would have to do something like that. There's no way you it would be like it would be like Batman. Movie. But did he make movies in between the Batmans? I don't really remember. Was the Prestige yeah, was pretty. It was Prestige in was in 2006. Um, yeah, yeah, he made uh, Inception. That he was 2009, 2010, okay. and then Dark Knight Rises. 
But you're gonna tell Christopher Nolan, no, you can't take a break. No, he'll take a break. <laughs> no, I'm just he saying, makes... I don't want him to get because you hear it's... like Daniel Craig and yeah. uh, Sam Mendes, they always act like it's so stressful and so much pressure on them to make a James Bond movie, where it's like f- almost feared now. I know to be James Bond, if Ed- Edris Alba would be like, "Hey, Daniel Craig, how you doing? How you like James Bond? <laughs> yeah, you I wanted to kill myself, uh, you know, playing like he's not gonna want to sign a, a five movie deal, right?" You know, to play James Bond because the hype for it is, is, you know, the reputation for it's really hard. All right, what's next? We won't uh, stick on this subject too long, but man, some bad news coming from DC. Uh oh, bad bad news. Uh, news report came out today. Same people that brought us the Batman vs Superman news that the movie was horrendous. <laughs> well, those same people, unfortunately, say <laughs> Wonder Woman very discombobulated. And not good. It's very just disjointed was the word they used. Man, if this is true. Who's surprised? I mean, I am the trick. Well, I guess I was a sucker for the trailer the first time. The trailer, ah, the trailers get me, man. I'm like, oh, this one of the trailers is awesome. The trailers are really good. And then also you go watch the movie and it's just like, what? Don't forget that DC Comics logo, though. (laughs) Yeah. In the beginning of the trailer. (laughs) You get that at least. I mean, fellas, if this is the case. Sucks. Do they just pack up and go now? You because <laughs> oh, do they just do they call it a quits? What do you do at that point? If they Wonder Woman's a, a commercial flop at this point now, what do you, what do you do? Do you reshuffle everything? Do I, you I mean, pack in the movie at some point? You're going to have to because I mean they have all these movies planned. I mean they they're they're done filming Justice League. They're what's the next one they're filming? Um, well, see that's the whole thing because they move flashback. Flashback. They, they yeah, they're moving they everything flashback. back. They announced Birds of Prey. Right. And here here's the thing. I was going to save this for cutting room floor, but now we're talking about this. Shazam just got broken down into two new movies now. It's going to be two movies. Shazam, which is going to have Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but also now he's getting his own spinoff movie just called Black Adam. So that was announced today, too. So they're going to have two movies coming from that. So you're adding all these movies. You got Birds of Prey. They announced that. What's Black Adam? Black Adam's uh, the... He's an anti-hero. He's um, Captain Marvel, Shazam. Uh, It's his arch enemy. So The Rock signed on. He was actually offered the role of Shazam or Black Adam. He chose Black Adam. The Rock did? Yeah. Oh, so he's going to play a villain? He's playing Black Adam. He's playing Adam. a villain. So he, Who's he, playing Shazam? They haven't even announced that. That's, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Because so I DC thought he was so, playing Shazam when DC they announced him. I'm so, like, who's Black Adam? Is it going to be a Shazam movie? Yes, yes there is. Yes, there DC is. is so not organized. You Let's know, they face have all it, though. Stuff. If Wonder Woman's 20% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, we're all still three going to go see it. I, well, obviously. So it's going to make some money, and they'll keep making garbage movies because we keep buying them. I know it's. Yeah. I mean, let's it's, tell the truth there. It, but yeah, it, it, like you said, it, at some point they gotta do something about this. I mean, you gotta. I hope pump this the is wrong. And I do too. I do too. But I mean, you know I was hoping that about is, Batman v Superman, but go ahead. Least, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. The sad thing is, these reports have been bad. I mean, uh, there's nothing ever positive that comes out of this stuff. So, yeah. And that was the same uh, the same person that brought up the Batman vs. Superman, Superman. Uh, caution. It sucks. <laughs> I'm a little nervous about that if it's a, if yeah. it's a legit source. <laughs> I mean, obviously it is. I mean, it's, uh, it's Batman v. Superman didn't do well. Wonder Woman. Uh, I hope. I hope it does well. Because, I mean, she's getting, it seems like she's getting more positive spin on on her movie than uh than batman v superman was just because batman v superman trailer was awesome until they showed doomsday wonder woman didn't have a doomsday moment so let's hope that it's good i hope so (laughs) all right so now we are going to go into split 
the movie, the review from Vinny Malatino. Okay, so split review right here. Split, written, and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. The plot. Shyamalan. The plot's pretty straightforward. You got three teenage girls heading home from a birthday party. Um, one of those girls is played by Anya Taylor Joy. Uh, she was in Morgan and the Witch. And they get kidnapped by a man named Kevin, who's played by James McAvoy, who was diagnosed with DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder. And um, he kidnaps all three of them, and he has 23 different personalities. Has anyone looked up the accuracy of this? Like, is, it, is that a real thing? The the actual disorder is. Yeah. The whole 23? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm going to get to that in one of my negatives, by okay, the way. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, performance-wise, James McAvoy, also known as Professor Xavier, kills it. He plays Kevin, and it is probably the best performance he's ever done, and he's done some pretty good ones. The way he jumps in and out of these different personalities and characters, he owns every single one. A lot of times they zoom in on his face and he'll change characters as it's zoomed on his face. His eyebrows, his facial expressions will change. And even even his body language. Yeah, every different character walks different. Every different character talks different. Like he's got accents. A lot of, one character yeah. is this English old you know, this lady, and one character is like this dude with like a Boston accent. And he switches all of them up. And it is it is awesome to actually see how he does it. A lot of times he's with he, he does a couple scenes with his psychiatrist and he changes and, and and you have to realize too, some of the different personalities will act like or manipulate or impersonate each other. Interesting. So as you're watching the movie, they, they play off each other. You don't know who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> so keep that in mind. But he, he killed it, man. And, and like I said, you know, he's dressed up in different, different, uh, different outfits for each character. And it just zooms in on his face, too, in the middle of changing. Because is this wide uh, in January? Was, is this a 2016 movie? Or this is, I think it comes wide tomorrow. But is it was it is it technically a 2016 movie? I think no. I don't I, think so. No, I think it's 2017. Man, so that that kind of performance, it's kind of this disappointing. It's kind of disappointing that it comes out in January because January movies typically get forgotten about by the time I, this Oscars performance come is almost you know kind of like John Goodman with Ten Cloverfield Lane. It's going to be forgotten about. Uh, yeah, but he owns it. I mean, you, you're signing up to play a role with 23 different personalities. You better own it. Right. Yeah. And he and he kills. It. He's the best part of the whole movie. Uh, Taylor Joy, um, she's almost just as good. She they, they kind of show how she's different from the other girls. She's kind of like the the outsider of the group. She uh, speaking of Ten Cloverfield Lane, she is one of the positives of that. She's not like this damsel in distress. She's actually really smart. The two girls that she's with kind of play like the whole you know ditzy like let's fight this guy. And here she is taking a couple steps back and realizing that there's something something crazier going on with this guy and let me try and play off these characters. Right. And I don't know if Shyamalan threw those girls in there just to kind of give you like what most teenage girls would think in that situation. But this girl's a lot smarter than them. And her scenes with James McAvoy where she's playing off these different characters, especially uh, Hedwig, I think his name was, where he plays like the eight-year-old boy. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> just the way she's talking with him, those scenes are so good. Um. Her just the way she looks at the camera. A lot of things are close up. Her eyes, man. Like she doesn't, she doesn't really talk that much. But her eyes and her stillness, like a couple times, her lips are trembling. Like you can tell she's in fear. 
and her 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 performance is almost as good as his. I I didn't see The Witch, I didn't see Morgan, right. but she is one to watch out for. Let's just say that kills it. The lady, there's a couple scenes with uh, McAvoy and the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist that you see in the trailer actually has a bigger role than what you think. There's a couple, you know, subplots with her, and she's trying to figure stuff out. She's pretty good. I mean, she's pr- she's pretty good in the scenes that she's in. Um, get to, I'll get to the, my negatives about her. Uh-oh. But M. Night Shyamalan, he this is his probably his best role since Signs. His comeback or movie? his best movie, excuse me. It really tense. Um, a lot of the a lot of the cinematography, like the hallway scenes where they're put in the bunker, you'll find out towards the end where it's at. But a lot of the scenes, you know, you see the pipeline, and it kind of reminded me of Alien almost, like the way it zooms in on the hallways, oh, nice. makes you feel really claustrophobic. And they do a really good job with that. I always thought he was a better director than writer, but this is definitely his best since since Signs. His, the music is really tense. Um, one of the things I kind of had a complaint with, with, uh, with silence was that I didn't think the comedy felt good in that serious movie. Right. This com- the comedy that's thrown in here actually kind of reminds you not to take this movie too seriously. It, it's pretty hilarious at some, <laughs> at some points you got Hedwig, you know, he's an eight year old boy. He's like, eh, I'm a Kanye West fan. Yeah. That's my main <laughs> man. He said, that's my main man. <laughs> you know, everyone's dying in the theater. It kind of gives you some fresh air, you know, it's real tense, but you still laugh, but then gets you back in the moment. But it just reminds you not to take this movie too seriously. Yeah. But awesome. yeah, man, I mean, those are definitely my pros. I got a couple negatives. Um, the psychiatrist, you know, she gets, she gets a lot of emails, as you see in the trailer. She gets a lot of emails from the different characters that, that something's going on. In the whole movie, she knows something's going on, but she still takes a couple dumb decisions. And that kind of annoyed me. Um, the marketing's definitely a horror, but it's it's really more of a suspense. It's not really scary. Um, and, of course, there's a couple flashbacks, and I hate flashbacks. <laughs> You're not I, a flashback guy, huh? I, uh, Manchester by the Sea did him really well. Um M. Night Shyamalan throws in these flashbacks. It felt like four to six flashbacks. Really could have been a couple to get where he was saying. And I call me after you see it. I actually thought of a way to tell the resolution in the flashbacks without doing the flashbacks. Interesting. So yeah, I, can't, I can't spoil Sha- that. Yeah, because Shyamalan doesn't seem like a flashback guy. He is a flashback guy. Uh, and, 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 <laughs> there, and, and the the flashbacks could yeah. have been told in a couple different flashbacks, not like four or six. You know, it the, felt like a lot. The only flashback I can think of is the beginning scene in Sixth Sense where it takes place Sixth just Sense. before, you know. It's everything. really too, it's, it's kind of exposition-y. You know, like it feels like you're he's explaining stuff that he really didn't have to explain. It kind of felt unnecessary. Another if I'm nitpicking, the movies advertise as twenty four different personalities. In reality, you only see about four. Really? Um, okay. Which kind of pissed me off. Like, that like is why are you average on the poster that we that we got at the movie premiere, at the trailer, everything is like twenty like Do they say what each one is? They, they, you see a couple clips of, of like one or two, three. So you probably see like six, but four are the main characters okay. and the main personalities that you actually see. And it's like, what did Shyamalan think? If he put 23, we think he's a little crazier than what we see. Right. This is kind of, it, it made me think, so don't go in thinking you're going to see this guy act 23 different personalities. It just kind of it, it, nitpicking. It kind of pissed me off <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Um, it's hard to talk about the ending. Um, let's just say, don't let anyone spoil it for you. It could be either a cop out or something really cool. 
the there's like an after credit scene uh that's really it, it's 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 a little twist it's really unguessable you cannot guess it um Shyamalan actually stated that a couple months after the movie's release he's going to make a couple statements about the ending um just to clarify what's going on with it so I'm looking forward to what he says like I said it could be a cop out it could be something crazy um Pay attention. A couple things with the names. Um, with her, with him, with the psychiatrist, she's dropping names. Like you're supposed to know who these characters are. You got to pay attention to the characters that he that he changes into because you know she's like, eh, am I talking to Dennis or am I talking to Benjamin or Big Papa? Like I I, I didn't know these characters yet to pay attention to the names. So kind of go in and, and and really really invest in these names and the different characters. Um. Of course, he's got a cameo, kind of self-indulgent. Of course. A little bit. I was like, I don't need to see this guy. I want to be in my movies. Yeah. It's my movie. I'm going to be in it. Yeah, so I went to go see this movie at a premiere, and it was actually held by Universal. And a lot of our premieres that we go to with Brandon and Ben is not held by the actual uh, production company. Right. So we actually got an intro from M. Night Shyamalan. That's pretty sweet. And he's like, hey, guys, you know, uh, hope you enjoyed the movie. And one of the last things he said is there's a bunch of twists and don't spoil the twist for anybody. And I actually hated that he said that. Yeah. why? Yeah. Because it's bad enough that he has this twist gimmick for all of his movies. So now I'm like legit watching this movie thinking about a twist. And there's a couple resolutions, but don't go into this movie thinking that I, I think the biggest twist in the movie to me is that he has, you know, 22 different personalities. Do not watch this movie thinking there's going to be some village like twist going on. Okay. It kind of, it kind of spoiled. Well, it. I mean, that's, it's a given that there's going to be some sort of twist. It's an M night. You're seeing an M night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> exactly. And, and it kind of made me pay attention to, to a twist a little bit more than I wanted to. Um, there's the, the two girls that, get kidnapped their acting was a little flat um i get what Shyamalan was doing kind of making this girl the loner of the group she really wasn't even you know really friends with them she was coming from a birthday party and that's when they get kidnapped Th their acting was a little flat um but yeah i mean it's got a good message about it uh, i can't really tell you the message but <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much it i i think it was his best movie since signs james mcavoy kills it the girl kills it like, I want to go watch. This is the girl to watch, man. Remember when yeah. everyone saw True Grit and they're like, this is the girl. This is the girl to watch. So much emotion in her eyes. When She, she has a lot of scenes with Hedwig, the eight-year-old uh, James McAvoy. And and he, he his acting, he jumps from being funny to terrifying. And with her eyes, you feel her. Huh. It, it's 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 crazy. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I can't man. wait to check it out. Actually, now this week. Hopefully, I didn't give away too much. No, not at all. All right, all right. All right. It's, it's, but yeah, I would. Uh, I didn't even have a rating until I wanted to hear myself talk about it to <laughs> actually uh, give a rating. But it's definitely his best. Um, no one ever went to M Night Shyamalan movie thinking you know this is going to be a realistic story. <laughs> right. Uh, so it's definitely his best. If you're a fan of M Night Shyamalan, you will like it. It's worth going to see. Um, just go in, watch it, have fun. That's the main thing. It's entertaining. This movie is really entertaining. That's I uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it this weekend. Uh what, what was your score? Uh you know, I was gonna go seven something, but I'm gonna give it eight out of ten. Wow, man. okay. Wow, 10. look at you. Man. You gonna go see it, Brandon? Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I don't know about this one. It's worth it just for James McAvoy and the girl. I mean it's the ending I'm interested to see what Big Papa thinks. 
Can't wait to hear your thoughts on it, Big Papa. Oh, I can't wait to hear my own thoughts on this. My main complaint is the flashbacks. It takes you out of the tone. It, it, it's, you know, they, they try to tell you something in the flashbacks, and I thought of another way to say it, but Shyamalan just takes you out of the movie for about six flashbacks, huh. and that is my main complaint yeah. of the whole movie. Yeah, I can't wait to check it out. It's, but eight out of ten, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Best movie since Signs. I'm I'm glad to hear that. So if you're a Shyamalan fan, oh yeah, a lot of people absolutely. hate him, hate well, all his movies. Speaking <laughs> speaking of his movies, uh, we're gonna uh, quickly go over our top five. Top five Shyamalama ding ding dong. M Night Shyamalan, uh, our top five favorite <laughs> Shyamalan movies. We were gonna do top three, but we're like we were saying let's let's do top five. It might make it a little more interesting since our top three will most likely be the same, but top five might be interesting because let's face it, he had three pretty very decent films and then kind of slowly went downhill after that. I mean that's the general consensus, wouldn't wouldn't you say, guys? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for confirming. All right. So let's give our top five M. Night Shyamalan movies. Brandon, why don't you start us off? Well, honorable mention, we're going to hit Split since I haven't seen that yet. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw that on there. <laughs> All right. Eventually. That's my other personality. Frankie. <laughs> and then The Village. <laughs> um, so number five, I have The Happening. Well. Okay. Okay performances <laughs> by Mark Wahlberg and John Leguizamo. It was his first rated R movie. Plants, Boom. trees, releasing the airborne toxin. Hey, you're oh, a plant. He hasn't seen it, bro. What are you doing? You That's a plant. It. Uh, what are you doing? That's a plant. Oh, wait, wait. What are you doing? Has he seen it? You told me you haven't seen it, but you no, know. I the, know. I, I, it, you know the it, twist? It spawned a bunch of That's SNL twist. skits, so... That's why it's hey, in my honorable I'm mentions. Mark Wahlberg. I'm a science teacher. Oh, it's horrible. The bees, they're not pollinating anymore. <laughs> Honeycombs. <laughs> Uh, so number four, The Visit. You know, overall, it's just a fun movie. Creepy and scary at times. Um, the pop-up scenes, that's another thing that M. Night Shyamalan's good at. It's just those little pop-up scenes real quick where something jumps in your face. I uh, had a, had a, actually about a, probably about six in that movie. Where I didn't just, see The Visit. How many, how many times did you pee your pants? Uh, I didn't pee my pants, but I pooped myself. <laughs> no, but there's probably about six different scenes where you're just literally in your face where you're like, oh, wow. Wasn't expecting that. Creepy old ladies, huh? Creepy old lady. And That's you all know, you got to say. They, they, uh, bro, that movie was surprisingly just fun. Go into that with an open mind. Fun movie. Uh, number three for me. These these are kids flip-flopped in a couple areas, but I have Unbreakable at three. Um, great performance. Interesting. Solid performances by Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe his best script his script, not movie, but maybe his best script for a movie for me, for him by uh, to date. Love that classic line, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Do you see any Teletubbies in here? Do you see a slender plastic tag clip to my shirt with my name printed on it? Do you see a little Asian kid with a blank expression on his face? That whole line he did to that dude who wanted to buy a comic book for his kid, I was like, wow, Samuel L. Jackson nailed awesome. it. Mr. Glass. Crazy twist. That's some creepy stuff. The house where he went to the house to save the the people, you know, they were, that scene where the dude's just spitting on the dead body with water, I was like, what yeah. just happened here? <laughs> uh, creepy, definitely. Yeah. Um, number two, I have signs. Great performances by Mel Gibson. I always butcher this name. Joaquin, Joaquin. 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 Joaquin Phoenix, thank you. Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> One of my favorite Joaquin. actors. Uh, not one of my favorite actors, but 
What cut on? Um, Signs was creepy, very frightening. Uh, to me, more so than the Sixth Sense. I thought it was just more creepy, more in your face stuff. Like I said, the pop up stuff. Uh, all I can say is um, news, news, news alert. Fast forward to the birthday party. I'm going to show the news clip. That, Son, the whole that's in my theater, notes, bro. The whole entire theater jumped. I'm jumped. telling you, what, that, that was one of my favorite theater experiences yeah. ever. Because yeah. I, 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 there was a guy sitting right next to me that I didn't know. As soon as that alien popped up, we were like in each other's arms. Yeah, the whole theater did that. That's the, one of the, I think that was literally the only time where I felt the whole entire theater made a noise or did something. And if like, you think about it, it's just a little uh, camera and a yeah. birthday party and a little alien pops out. Yeah, that but was the way Shyamalan shot, set shot. up with the music and yeah. everything is just masterful. I loved Signs. And then for me, number one, The Sixth Sense. Once again, solid performance by Bruce Willis and Haley Joe Osment made his uh, movie debut. At least that's what I think it is, his first I, movie. Nah, Forrest Gump, my man. Oh, well... Guess I'm his stupid. first lead role. I guess I'm stupid. Is a stupid does then, but still um, his best role. Yes, uh, sure. legit chilling atmosphere throughout the movie. Uh, great twist. Great twist. What a twist! Uh, didn't I'll be honest with you. Didn't see that twist at all. Was not expecting that. Um, awesome how he played the whole entire story like that. Your boy Don't, was no spoilers. I'm not, but your boy was came out almost twenty years ago. Wait, see. he already said about the plants and the happening. Bro. Uh, whoa! Shh! 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 Sh- <laughs> Um, and I think that's and ever. I think that's the kind of movie that M Night gets held to. I think a lot of people compare everything Sixth to Sense to that, everything. And, and that's kind of like his downfall. And he'll never to a degree, be at that you status. Can't, you can't do that again. So that was my um, top five. All right, Vinny, what you got? All right, number five, I got The Village. I think is definitely his most underrated. Um, it's his first movie, like you said, after the after Signs, that was just okay. Um, it was marketed yeah, wrong. It's, it's definitely more of like a romantic kind of movie. Totally underrated. Yeah, totally underrated, man. And, and every time I watch it, even though I know the twist at the end, it's still really intense. Like the way he films the one scene at at night when the creatures are coming out. Or the creatures, uh, yeah, are coming out at, when they're at the dance party. You know, you know what scene I'm talking about. The way yeah. he does the lighting and like Walking Phoenix is hiding behind the building. It was, dude. I mean, it, it was really intense. Out of all his movies, I mean, it was maybe. The worst reveal, just the reveal wasn't that satisfying, but just the everything leading up to the reveal was yeah, just outstanding. It, it was outstanding, man. I'm glad you appreciated it. it Ron Howard's daughter kind of did overact <laughs> a couple scenes. I always forget that's Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah. Del- Dallas uh, Price Dallas, Yeah. Uh, you know, she plays the blind girl. Um, number four is Split. You guys know yeah, why. I was, I was like, it's rated eight. I hope it's in his top five. <laughs> number three is going to be The Sixth Sense. Number three is The Sixth Sense. I actually saw it, unlike Brandon, it might even be my number one. I knew the twist before I saw it. Oh, okay. Because yeah, every so that... single kid in middle school was like, I see dead people. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's dead the whole time. You know, it's, it's spoiling <laughs> everything for me. You know, the and it's crazy, though, because you can rewatch it and the ending still works. You know, a lot of, when he's sitting on the couch with the mom. And it was and obvious. He, no, you no. think he's talking, yeah. but they never actually said a word. Right. So he's just waiting for him to You just to think come it's home. like they're just sitting there awkwardly. If you just... rewatch it, knowing everything holds up. And that's what I love about that movie. Number two is going to be Signs. I still think it is Mel Gibson's best, best <laughs> dramatic acting performance that he's ever done. Um, I love how you stay with the one family and you get to see what this one family is experiencing. Unlike, I think, actually, Independence Day came out the same year. <laughs> Total opposite alien movie. Um, even the even the part where they turn on the news and you only see the lights in the sky. That's yep. all you see is lights. 
And I love that, how there wasn't, you know, explosions, whatever. You just only knew what they knew. It was a very intimate alien invasion movie. Very intimate. I I loved it. Like, just a family on a farm, how Mm -hmm. they're dealing with an alien invasion. Like, it's just... And by the way, those crops, you know, the signs in the crops are not CGI. Those are actually real. Right, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, get back to that footage scene. That was probably the scariest scene I've ever (laughs) I ever saw in the theater. Dude, I gotta say, chew away from the. Theater. I gotta say, this salsa is fire, I got, kid. kid. Thank kid. you, Vicky. Thank you, bro. I told you, not Vicky. Vic, yeah, Vic, Victoria. Hey, you can yes. take it home, bro. All right, so my number one is, and yes, it is a superhero movie. One <laughs> of my favorite superhero movies of all time, and in my Shyamalan's best movie, in my opinion, is Unbreakable. Very original. Actually, came out eight years before Iron Man did. A lot of people watch this. They don't realize it's a superhero movie. You got the villain, total opposite of the hero. I still think it's Bruce Willis's best acting performance dramatically. Samuel Jackson kills it. Like Big Papa said, best screenplay he's ever done. Um, you know, you got the whole good versus evil. Even your main character has his own kryptonite. He's got his own costume. It is just such a good movie. The writing, the music. Uh, I know uh, Shyamalan always does James Newton Howard. This is one of probably his best score he's ever done. No, and M. Night Shyamalan, Unbreakable is my favorite movie he's ever done. Probably one of my favorite movies of all time, superhero-wise. Boom. That's it. That's my list. Great list. Great list. All right. My number five is The Visit. I read the plot details for this on uh, Wikipedia, and I, it, it sounds really great. You never saw I, it? No, I never saw it. <laughs> That's your number five. <laughs> I never saw The Visit. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm not going to put last Airbender in there or that Will Smith one. Uh, so yeah, the visit, great, great little plot. Uh, couldn't believe the, the little twist, the grandparents, man, man, oh man. My number four is the village. Like we said already, underrated movie. First, th- first two acts are amazing. Uh, even, uh, Adrian Brody is kind of the, Mentally challenged uh, guy, um, you know his performance is great. Joaquin Phoenix, Dallas Bryce, Dallas Bryce Howard, uh, great performances and just great—I don't know—just great period piece. But obviously, we learn something in that movie. Um, but yeah, underrated movie. Um, and then my number four is the, uh, or my number three. These next three, I love all these movies. Like I, I love them. Like they're. Probably I, one or two of them might be my top 20 or 15 of all time. Uh, so my number three is Sixth Sense. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I've already said what I needed to say about that. You guys said how great it is. Number two, Signs. Absolutely love Signs. Yep, me and Vidi. <laughs> you, you see where I'm going. But yeah, Signs. Uh, again, six. Uh, depending what mood I'm in, I could easily interchange these, these next three. But yeah, Signs just... Took me by surprise again. Joaquin Phoenix, great performance. Uh, first movie I think I've. Oh, besides I guess Gladiator was the first movie I saw him in. But then, then, then this was his follow up. Um, but yeah, just like I said, intimate story of an alien invasion. Unbelievable. Uh, number one, Unbreakable. Uh, yeah, Bruce Willis, um, Robin Wright, M Night Shyamalan cameo. Love it. It's it's a superhero movie. It's I mean it's. What if, you know, we live in a world where Superman is Superman but doesn't know he's Superman? I mean, that's basically the premise. 
um, and just the, the the villain, just the subtle the subtleties in it. You know, it's not not superpower. You know, uh, superheroes. Uh, colors, bro. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. His his color was always purple. Yeah, and Bruce Willis' color was always green. Yep, yep. It was. I loved. Yeah, People I mean, obviously Bruce Willis movie. did have superpowers, but they were just. It was just very human, very subtle. Absolutely loved uh, these movies. I mean, he's a great filmmaker. It's just the last uh, fifteen years almost. You know, he's he's had uh, a lot of flops, but again, I mean, those those three movies alone are enough to keep giving him a chance. Mm-hmm. But all right, so that's that's uh, M Night Shyamalan. Uh, he's a he's a great filmmaker. Like I said, I mean, I'm I'm glad to hear this about Split. Uh, uh, about you know, it, it gives me hope for what his movies can can turn to be. I hear this is basically his his comeback movie, so I'm I'm really happy to hear that. All right, so let's get into some news. Uh, some quick news stories we have going around in the world of movies with Cutting Room Floor with Brandon. So Brandon, what do we got this week? In movie news. Well, real quick, Channing Tatum. Wow. Still attached to Gambit. How? And what? Why this happened? Yeah, still attached. That movie's oh. still alert around? Yes, it is. going to be 80 I know, years old. I know. Um, Lauren Donner, who's one of the higher-ups at Fox, confirmed Channing Tatum still attached to the movie. I don't know how in the world that's possible, but that's coming from the big dog's mouth herself. Is he still growing out his hair? Who knows now? Yo, the method actor? The method actor himself. Cajun accent. Avengers Infinity War will take place on many new worlds, not just on Earth, which is cool. We kind of thought cool. that. Probably Asgard, gonna take, you got all. Yeah, they're probably going to take the battle to him on, on his home planet, which will be cool if they did in the comics. That's a good look. Uh, Black Panther, Vinny's favorite thing. Flashback scenes back to the <laughs> early 90s. They'll show him coming to America. They actually bought the rights to I love to me a, some flashbacks. <laughs> it actually bought the rights to an old transient de- Flashbacks are so cheap to me. Them flashbacks so cheap. are Them flashbacks are fire. Fire, kid. Uh, Cumberbatch. Whoa. We might be in trouble. You said his name right. It's, it's wow. the, the bigger part of this story. <laughs> this is this is groundbreaking, folks. He you just said his neighbor. You know what? Let me see what's groundbreaking. You guys having the same lineup for everything. I hate you both. Ah, we, we didn't talk to each other about that's this. A, that anyways. Yeah, actually, look, I didn't. We didn't talk yeah, about this. Just, anyways, like, go on. Never mind. Gargle. <laughs> um, Guzzle. Doctor Strange. Uh, Cumberbatch going to have a stand-in maybe for the Avengers movies and have to come back and film his scenes later on. That's all uh, right. Time, time uh, scheduling conflict. He's filming another movie right now when they're filming that. New Mutants, character release, real quick, as expected, the original line of Cannonball, Magic, Sunspot, Wolfbane, and Mirage are going to be the main characters. No idea what you just said. Oh, Mutants. New Mutants, the new X-Men movie. Your boy's coming back for that. Your boy. Who that is? What the heck is his name? McAvoy? Thank you. That's my boy, That's your boy. Split. Deadpool 2 is also going to lay the groundwork for the X-Force movie, so look for that. And last but not least, uh, this is kind of disappointing news, actually. White Man Can't Jump being remade. <laughs> uh, why do they have to remake everything? Being remade. It's actually uh, the producing producers will be Blake Griffin yeah. of the Clippers. He owns why a movie company. remake that movie? That's what everybody and their mom said. So, unfortunately, we're ending uh, Cutting Room 4 on a, on a bad note. Your White mom man said can't it, jump. man. Man, this is ridiculous. That's ridiculous, man. All right. At least make the prequel. <laughs> Flashback. Let's have some more flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, let's have some flashbacks. All right. So thank you for the news, good sir. 
All right, so we'll keep you guys up to date on movie news. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Email us at bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our website. Basically, just go to our website for everything. That'll have all our information on it. Easy enough. BlockbusterMentality.com. You'll see when uh, new episodes are posted, reviews, uh, news stories, top ten lists, things like that. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Ding dong. We'll we'll do top. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll probably post uh, our our top five uh, our Shyamalan movies. Cumberbatch. As well. Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. All right. So the warm up before the podcast. Cumberbatch. 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 Shyamalan. 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 All right. So we're gonna give some a little time here briefly to uh, Spencer here. He saw Sing, the new animated movie that's out. Uh, I, I actually don't even know who it's, but it's not Disney. It's, uh, it's Illumination. Thank you, Spencer. All right, Spencer, what did, uh, give us your brief thoughts on uh, Sing for us, please. Well, it was a lot better than I expected. When I first saw the trailers, I thought it was going to be stupid, but when I saw it on theaters, it was actually pretty good. Now, um, if you don't know, it's basically about this movie about this koala who like starts a singing contest to save his theater with a prize of $100,000. And basically, the main characters... It's sort like of like American Idol? Basically. So basically, um, these different characters, like like an, a shy elephant, a gorilla that's in a gang, and a stay-at-home mom pig, and various other characters start join the singing competition so they can basically get a better life. I actually like the movie for the different stories and the comedy. And the one thing I didn't like is that it had a liar reveal story. Basically, the characters revealed to be in lying the whole time, and everyone starts moping around. But you know it's gonna get to the climax, and that's something I never like in movies. But uh, overall, it was pretty good, and I would recommend it. Okay, well, uh, have in mind a rating uh, from one to ten. Seven point five out of ten. Okay, cool. Okay. And uh, I know you've seen a couple other animated movies that came out this year. What would be your favorite animated movie to come out this year? That's a good question. Well, Zootopia was pretty good, but I've seen it like a million times now. Well, that should be a reason for it to be a top if you've seen it. Million. True, true. Finding Dory was pretty good. You know what? I'm going to give it to Zootopia. Yeah, that's a good choice. That's probably what I would give too. And that I, I loved Zootopia. But uh, all right, Spencer, very good review. That's uh, yeah, that's. Good, good aspects of it, bad aspects of it, but overall, pretty, pretty good. Like you said, 7.5 out of 10. I like it. All right, folks, that is our show. Guys, we did it. 43 episodes down. A year, a year down. We're a year into the show. We're eating some salsa and chips, having a couple drinks. Spencer's watching us. You know, he gave a review. He contributed this is just, this is really nice, guys. I'm all about this also right now. <laughs> I know, you guys are just chowing down. They're like, oh, yeah, I really hope he finishes soon because I'm going to eat some more salsa here. I might put a little cheese on it. Oh, maybe maybe eat some uh, tacos with it. This would be real good with some tacos right now. All right, guys, any final thoughts? Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Thank you. Brandon? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is our show, folks. We appreciate it's you my joining split in. Personality, Thomas. Oh, <laughs> check me out. Check me out. <laughs> All right, Spencer, say goodbye to the folks. Goodbye to the folks. Thank you, sir. All right, guys, we really appreciate you checking us out every week. Again, follow us at Blockbuster Cast. 
BlockbusterMentality.com. That's what it's all about. For Vinny Malatino, for Brandon, Big hey. Papa Wayne, I'm Ben Secord. Grab your popcorn, grab your snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies.